SAFM Sports Special. 20 minutes past 4 o'clock, Saturday afternoon. Brad Brown with you until 7. It is F- uh, SAFM Sports Special, 104 to 107 FM. We're chatting paintball right now, uh, and it's, it's funny. Uh, paintball is one of those sports I, I always, I mean, every time I get invited to a bachelor's party or a birthday party, it turns out to be a paintball. So it, it's one of those, uh, and, and I, I don't want to say sports in inverted commas, but a lot of people associate paintball with that sort of thing. But there's actually a massive sport behind it. And it's an absolute pleasure to welcome into the studio today Paul Krobler and uh, Reginald Houghton. Welcome to SAFM Sports Special, gents. Thanks for, for taking the time to join us on Saturday afternoon. Thanks, Brad. Thanks. Thanks. I wanted to, to just chat a little bit about paintball as a sport. There's, yeah. a, there's a couple of different aspects to it. There's a lot of people who have a paintball gun that just recreationally go to their little... Is it a paintball field? What do you field is paintball correct, field? Yeah. Yeah. And and they go and, and potter around on a weekend. But there's a lot of people that take this sport very very seriously. Paul, tell me a, a little bit about the sport as a sport. Yes, I think the, the the main thing, like you've mentioned earlier, is that a lot of people do see the sport. They think typical bachelor party or they the typical recreational mm-hmm. side to it, and they don't see the guys playing uh, the competition side of it. Now, um, one of the things that's not new, but definitely that people don't know uh, about is the speedball side. So speedball is extremely action-packed. It gets played in a confined area, so with netting around it. Typically five-man or three-man games, so you've got players three-man or five-man on opposing sides. And they will play it in a three-minute or a five-minute game with inflatable bunkers that set up in a symmetrical way. So it's a very specific type of layout that they play as well. Uh, there's a lot of communication that takes place. It's an extremely fast-paced, action-packed game. Definitely a spectator sport as well. For because it's not a massive, it's not a, it's not a huge no, no, no. area that we're you're talk, playing in. We're talking typically a five-man field is typically about 48 by 30. 36 meters okay. in length and width, so it's a, it's a it's a confined area, mm. um, extremely fast pace as I said, um, and the gameplay that takes place, um, and it's it's funny as soon as you go to your first uh, speedball game, you hear people shouting. Um, Snake and bunkers and Doritos <laughs> and and you stand there and you you don't have a clue what they're talking about uh, till you get the hang of the game. But it's like any other sport out there. So, uh, as soon as you start to understand it and what it's all about, mm. um, it is probably one of the the best, in my opinion, the best extreme sports out there at the moment, and definitely also one of the safer sports. So what? So what is a snake and a Dorito? <laughs> this uh, we call the the. Paintball field gets divided into two areas. Uh, the snake side is the, the side where the bunkers is packed. Traditionally, it was packed typically that it looks like a snake, so that's why it's called the snake side. And the Dorito side is, uh, Doritos looks like, you know how a Dorito chip mm-hmm. looks like, but it's like that. So it's a bunkers that looks like that, and there's usually three of them um, spaced, spaced apart. Um, that's called the Dorito side. So, yeah. Well, there you go. You learn something new every day. <laughs> Reginald, Paul mentioned the speedball side of it. There's another side of it too, bushball. Yeah, we call it uh, Molson Paintball. Okay. Uh, it's military simulation, so that's more like a social type of thing. Although you get your competitions and your tournaments and your and well, leagues and stuff like that, um, it's your typical paintball with camouflage okay. and your guns that you use, which we also call markers. Uh, it's it's more military style, so it's got a bat, bat stock at the at the back and a shroud and. 
it just looks military. Okay. So you get different games there as well, very competitive as well in the leagues. Um, but overall, it's just fun and, and like a social, kind of like your bachelor's, <laughs> just with a bit of a, a... A bit more class. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> also, a very interesting thing to note is between... There's, there's the typical bushballer and speedballer okay. feud always, well, if you want to put like it that way. It's almost like the mountain bikers against the road cyclists. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Typical. Exactly. And, and you get your extreme bush ballers and that's oh, the only do. way to yeah. go and then you've got your extreme speed ballers but I must say here in South Africa we get a lot of the guys that plays both and enjoys both yeah, typically you see your bush ballers with more camo clothing in general okay. where your speed ballers is very brightly colored um, dressed very brightly colors the markers differ differently like uh, Reginald called them it's, it's actually called a marker not a gun just mm. purely for, from a safety point of view um, and then also when you play when you play the game, obviously with speedball you want a light type of marker, something that can you can hide with behind a bunker and things like that. Obviously, if you play more bush or mulsum style, you want more a more a camouflage and a, something that looks like an AK or okay. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the guys that seriously into we, we it. refer to the speedballers as as uh, Power Rangers just because of the bright colours. <laughs> okay. but the guys take it seriously. They look very good in what they play. And anyway, it's it's not it's not like cheap it's it's, yeah. it's proper good quality clothing and, and it's just good it sounds i mean a, as a sport is it growing in south africa definitely yeah uh, I, I managed the south african regional paintball league uh, we've got about this year we've got believe it or not 600 active players wow. around the country so uh, in five provinces mainly at the moment the biggest bunch still in Gauteng uh, but also down in Port Elizabeth uh, down in Durban Cape Town as well as in Bloemfontein in the Free State because yeah. I mean you see these these paintball fields springing up wherever you go I mean yeah. every every few months there's always a new one and it's it's good to see I mean it's it's, yeah. it's nice to see sport growing who who would, is, is the typical person that plays it? Is it is it guys? Is it girls? Is it I mean is it young? Is it old? Uh, you get get all of them, but yeah. I think on the older side there's less people definitely. Okay. But uh, all the races, everyone plays. No, yeah. there's no exception. Um, but most of them are like you guys that's just out of school mm. on the Molson side definitely. Okay. Yeah, on the speedball side, believe it or not, I think in the in the RPL specifically we've got about. I would say 37% of our players is below 19. Right, so 13, and, and they love the sport. Uh, we actually started the NSUPL as well, the National School and University League. And we, we're looking there. We think we're going to see uh, quite a big growth as well with, uh, because now you have to have three players from the same school competing or from the same university competing. Um, and that's definitely going to be one of the, the big things coming up um, in the near future as well. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's very organized. It's not one of those you just pitch up with a couple of mates because no. someone's <laughs> getting married. Yeah. I mean, it's very, very organized. Yes. And it's great to hear. I'm just going to head back to the football at Rustenburg. I want to get back to you guys and chat about the safety aspect because I think that probably yes. scares a lot of people and, and, and I don't want to say puts them off the sport but uh, it is intimidating so let's let's chat about that in a moment as well thank you very much Mo Ali we're chatting paintball here on SAFM Sports Special in studio with me Paul Krubler and Reginald Houghton and we were talking about the two different sides to it uh, the bushball and the speedball and I mentioned that I wanted to touch on the safety side of it uh, I mean you talk about the camo and the masks and, and, and that's on the bushball side of things the safety aspect, I mean, I, th I think that scares a lot of people. Yeah. Paul, what sort of precautions can you take to make it as safe as possible? I mean, any sport has its yeah. risks associated yeah. to it. From a paintball perspective, what, what are you looking at? Look, I think one of the main things before I get to the, the protective gear that you're wearing, one of the key things is that, believe it or not, ex um, paintball is actually one of the safest extreme sports worldwide. Uh, the, according to the statistics in America, the, the 
a rate is like 0.002 to a thousand, which is lower than golf, believe it or not, (laughs) really. Um, Hockey, um, definitely in South Africa, I would say probably rugby as well. (laughs) Um, It is actually one of the safer sports. So even boating apparently as well. So um, it's an extremely safe sport. And the reason for the safety is purely because of the measures that's been put into the sport to make it safe in general. Mm. So I'm going to use a few words, typically some of the things people might know about, some that don't. Obviously, starting with uh, the main important thing will be your mask. Mm. Uh, mask is probably one of those things you don't want to go without it. Um, that's the, the one part of your body. I mean, if you get shot, you know what, you're going to get a bruise. You'll be fine after a day or two. If you get shot in the eye, it's done. Yeah, um, so when it comes to the biggest precaution you want to take, obviously mask, key role, um, and so we want to make sure that obviously people wear masks and you will typically see at, at any reputable uh, painful field that they will make sure that's one of the things they drill in. Always wear your mask, always wear your mask. It just gets drilled in over and over again. Uh, the next thing that we uh, use or the names that use is either a barrel sock, also gets called a barrel condom, uh, and then obviously a barrel plug. Uh, which is it goes on the front of the nozzle bit of the the marker, and it's purely there for protection. Um, it got a little strap that goes over the the back of the marker as well. So should somebody per accident pull the trigger, um, and the safety wasn't on on the marker, the the paintball just the paintball will just break inside the barrel sock and hence protect. And you. that's obviously prior to to a, a game starting. Yes, okay. you the rule at any tournament or at most fields as well is whenever you're not on a what we call a live field, your barrel sock is always on. Okay. So as soon as you enter. Um, a live field, the, the main things is your mask is always on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a chronograph area as well. Um, markers aren't supposed to, sp- specifically fields will check it, as well as at competitions we will look that a marker is not allowed to shoot faster than 300 feet per second, about 94.5 meters per second or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. What, what's the reason for that? I, I read that. Is that really? just the safety thing, that the faster it is, the more damage it can do? Yeah, purely, okay. purely from a safety perspective. Um, and obviously, your, your gear gets tested like that as well. Obviously, your masks yeah, actually, get tested okay. and, and things like that. So, from a safety perspective, definitely. Um, then if we if we move down, okay, that's the barrel side to it. Um, then we've got obviously the marker, or like you've called it a gun. We just call it a marker. It's actually very. I don't know if you know where paintball came from. Mm. It was actually two brothers that uh, started they had to mark um, trees and things okay. like that. And that's literally how it started. They were marking trees, and as two brothers can only go, forget about the trees, yeah. <laughs> and uh, just started shooting each other. And, and that's literally sort Is of. Is that where, where the saying it, where mothers used to say it's all fun and games until? Someone uses an eye. <laughs> I, wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah. So, um, so the marker obviously coming out, um, and then on the back of the cylinder, uh, of back of the marker, you've got your cylinder. Uh, typically, it can either be CO2, which is a common one, uh, but on the competitive side, and where a lot of people move to now, is obviously air cylinders as well. Okay. And that obviously being one of your, let's call it a danger zone as well. Um, it's scary for me to just see how many people don't understand um, working with pressure vessels and things like that, which can be dangerous. So your cylinder is supposed to get hydro tested according to, to regulations in South Africa and things like that. So, But as long as you keep it safe, it's fine. Believe it or not, when it comes to the, the gear that you're wearing or your clothing that you're wearing, most people just, especially on the speedball side, because it's a fast-paced action game, the guys um, try and wear something that's light. Um, you 
get something that they call a bounce vest that you can put underneath, uh, which is like a five millimeter foam open cell foam that they use. Um, but it's the clothing is more made for durability. So, I mean, the guys slide on the grass and things like that. You want to have something that's durable, but it's actually not very thick material. So the guys not face too much about the the heating. Uh, the the bits that hurts the most probably if you do play paintball is obviously the neck area, okay. very sensitive, the knuckle area, uh, and then you're on the sides, the, ribs. the rib, rib area and things okay. like that. But you know what? The, the main thing is what I've seen is, and I don't know about on the bush side as well, but once you get shot, the adrenaline is pumping when you're playing a mm. game. It, it's like almost like it's like a bee sting. It's, it happens and it's over and it's gone with and, and you just go on. So, yeah. All right. Sounds, sounds fascinating. Uh, Rizal, somebody wanting to get into the sport, I mean, how difficult is it? Barriers to entry, is it, is it pretty easy to get going? Um, well, there are places that you can go, uh, do a search on the web, you'll find different places. Um, but most of the guys who start at the local field, so they find, they go buy a, a gun or a marker from the local shop and then they find out where the, the local field is. That's kind of probably the easiest way also to make friends because a lot of times you kind of on your own when you mm. start you don't uh, maybe have a friend that buys a, a marker as well and then you two and you can't really play one on one. So go join a field and then from there on um, decide which which way you want to go. If you want to play speedball or more like on the bush side, or you want to play both, then you you find out who's the 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 bodies that organise all these things. And there's there's probably I mean I'm I'm guessing because it's like that with most sports. If if you're getting into a sport and you go to a paintball field, there's probably guys that have been doing it for a few years and yeah. and know the ropes and, and they're more than willing to share their knowledge and, and help out. The guys right. are very open. They will take what we call noobs or youngsters. Mm. They take them into the sport, tell them what to do, how to regulate the, the and chrono the guns and just typical safety. So you, you you get those guys at the fields. Okay, I, I love chatting to to people who are passionate about this. Well, both both of you guys are. You were saying to me, Paul, that there's, uh, I mean, locally it's it's growing, but internationally paintball is big, massive, like yeah. massive. Yeah. And uh, you were saying that there, there's a possibility of a South African team going over to to represent the country. Tell us a little bit about about that. Yeah, we're quite excited. Uh, Sandpa, which is in South Africa, the South African National Paintball Association, received the invitation. Uh, from the, this is the first United Paintball Federation. We haven't seen it before. It's the first time that we've put for paintball an international federation together, which is, which is a great start. Sandpa being part of the, the African Paintball Federation and then obviously also part of that is the European Paintball Federation as well as Asia. And, um, they've already got 20, uh, 20 countries that will compete, uh, next month in, uh, Chantelet in Paris, uh, in the, in the first, Official World Cup. Now, why I'm saying official World Cup is, for instance, in America, we've got the PSP, the uh, Paintball Sport Promoters. They've got a yearly um, World Cup that they run as well. The difference, however, is when you go and play, for instance, in America in the PSP, uh, believe it or not, about 378 teams from over 40 countries taking part. So, so like I said, it's definitely not small. Mm. Um, That's all um, on webcast and everything. You can watch it. But over and above that, the difference between that is when you go and play at the PSP in America, for instance, it's called what we call club teams. So any five guys can go and enter and uh, compete Mm. uh, in a specific division. What they've done now with the World Cup in Paris next month is that it's the first time where national teams get invitations to go and play, and it must be a representative team. So, this, yeah, so same as what you get with your rugby, with your cricket, everything like that, this will be the first time that we're going to send a team over that's representative. So we've got players from our top teams in the country that will be going over and competing um, 
for our country for the first time ever. So we're very excited about that. Still trying to fund, find the funds to send them over. It was very short notice, and it's not a cheap sport, um, especially if you play on that level. Um, but we, but we're very excited to send the team over and getting great results back. Yeah, it sounds sounds like the sport's growing, and and there's there's lots of activity, which is always a good sign of of a sport that's that's on the up. Uh, it's been awesome chatting to you guys. If somebody's listening to this and and maybe they want to get into the sport, or if they've they've potted around at their local field but they want to get involved in the leagues, what's the best way to sort of get involved from that side? I would, I would definitely say look on SANPA, the South African National Paintball Association, so www.sanpa.co.za, and there's links there to local fields, local shops, and basic information you need to know. Um, and uh, alternatively, I mean, depending on which, which areas you are, just try and find out where your local shop um, or field is. If you just Google for paintball in your area, um, it definitely should pop up in most cases. But Sandpass does have a, a variety. And then on the speedball side, we've got um, the SARPL. So SARPL.co.za and Custom Paintball with a K. Okay, Custom Paintball with a K. So, I mean, all the resources there, lots, the internet's amazing when it comes yeah. to, to learning new things and, and you can find all the info you need there, but it's, yeah, it's great to, to catch up with you guys. Thanks for coming through this afternoon. Really do appreciate your time. Thank you very much. And, and we hope to see more people playing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, look, look forward to hearing about that South African team and, and hopefully the funding comes through and, and, and you guys can go and perform on, on the international level and, and we'd love to know how they do. So please do we'll stay in touch and, and let us know. We'll keep you informed. Thanks, Brad. Paul Krobler and the listeners. No, no, it's Paul Krobler and Reginald Hutton. Thank you so much for joining us both thank today you. here on SAFM sports special